The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network over at noodle.mx and is sponsored by me through my company, D. Joseph Design. Check out djosephdesign.com where you can see what I've designed for other people. And you can hire me to design stuff for you. Like me, the person you hear on this microphone, I'll work for you. Check it out over at djosephdesign.com. Mention the podcast and I'll give you 10% off your first invoice. Welcome to the Audacity Podcast, Episode 5. My Secret Audacity Recipe for Great Audio. That's a long title. Welcome back to the Audacity Podcast, where it is my goal to be the one giving you the guts and teaching you the tools to podcast successfully. I'm your host, Daniel Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle from other podcasts that I have and just on Twitter and all of that. I'm The Ramen Noodle, and someday I'll explain again why I'm The Ramen Noodle and how that title came to be. But I am so excited that you are here, and especially to our people in the live chat room over at noodle.mx slash live. They're joining us live on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And if you want to join a live show for the Audacity to Podcast, that's the time you should come back. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Now, the title of this podcast is the Audacity to Podcast. Unfortunately, I've over-marketed myself as being a podcast about Audacity. Well, I never specifically said it would be all about audacity it's a podcast about podcasting but i would feature audacity however one of my listeners and i'm sorry i can't remember the name at the moment one of my listeners though pointed out that he said hey you've been talking about podcasting with audacity or you had said that you would talk about podcasting with audacity but so far you haven't talked about audacity and i realized whoa i haven't That's like weird. So tonight, this is all audacity. Well, mostly. There's a little bit that's not going to be totally audacity. But still, we feature audacity here on the Audacity to Podcast. If you use audacity, or even interested in using audacity, obviously it's because audacity is free, probably, and it's easy to get. Let me tell you about my sponsor, who also offers something Not free, but it's a great value and it will help you cut costs. You wouldn't believe how much it costs to host meetings, or maybe you do. Maybe you know how much it costs to host meetings and get people to come and the expense of traveling to meetings also. There's a solution with that. It's the easiest, most affordable solution. And I have used this too. GoToMeeting, brought to you by Citrix, helps you reduce the time on the road and all of that time spent in traffic and security. What's it now? Like they recommend two hours in security. That's like wasted time at the airport and the time to fly, travel. It's expensive to do all of that when all you're trying to do is give a presentation or training someone. 
or have a conference call. You can use that with GoToMeeting brought to you by Citrix so you can improve your conference calls by collaborating in real time. You could share your screen, your presentation, your, your whatever you want to share with GoToMeeting. My listeners can try GoToMeeting absolutely free for 30 days. For this special offer, visit gotomeeting.com slash techpodcasts. That's gotomeeting.com slash techpodcasts for your free 30-day trial. And thank you, Citrix, for supporting the show. So I want to get into this. Audacity, as you probably know, if you're playing around with podcasting at all, you know Audacity as being free software for audio editing. It works in Windows, it works on Mac, and it works in Linux. If there's anyone out there podcasting with Linux, I know one person who is, and they use Audacity. Besides that, I'm not sure of anyone else that's using Linux. And if you are using Linux, then please let me know. Send it to feedback at noodle.mx or call in 859-353-4332. Now, many people talk about this program called Adobe Audition, which is currently Windows only, although the Mac version is coming out in either late 2010 or early 2011. Adobe Audition is $349. That's $349 more expensive than Audacity is. But Audition can do some awesome things. Yeah, sure. But one of the things that many people tout as being the miracle that Audition can do is that Audition has this thing called the multi-band compressor in which it can make your audio sound great. Guess what? You can do the same thing with Audacity. You just have to do a little bit more because even though Audacity is free, free stuff costs just a little bit in time. That sometimes it takes just a little bit more time to get free stuff doing what you want it to. But it doesn't take dollars very often to make it work like you want it to. Hey, this podcast is free, and this podcast will probably always be free. So, I want to first explain to you what's so special about a compressor. A compressor, try not to think about file compression, like JPEG or MP3. That's file compression. Applying a compressor to your audio. Compression is also an audio editing term. And a way to understand compression is, imagine you've got a tree. At the very top of the tree are some branches. At the very bottom of the tree is the trunk. In the middle of the tree are the majority of the branches and majority of the leaves. What compression pretty much does is it squeezes the top part of the tree and the bottom part of the tree to all fit within this certain window that you specify. That's what compression does, is it's compressing it to fit within a certain range. Now, that range that I'm talking about is volume. So the benefit that compression gives you is that when you have really quiet spots in your audio, the compression will increase the volume of those spots. When you have really loud spots, the compression will decrease the volume of that. To an extent, compression is mostly on the lower end of the audio. So what's the higher end of the audio? The higher end is called the limiter. 
it's limiting it how fast or how not fast. I was thinking speed limit. It's like a speed limit in that it's supposed to be the maximum or that's the limit that you're supposed to go. A limiter on your audio takes the top of your audio where it's the loudest and it decides if your audio gets any louder than this, then make it quieter. So compressor says anything quieter than the certain level or anything near the certain level, compress it up, limiter pushes it down. So you get it within the nice range of settings. So that way, since most of us don't have perfect microphone presence and even many of the popular people, occasionally you might hear a radio host or podcasters. I remember one time Leo Laporte, who's the podcasting father or whatever daddy he is, that one of his episodes came out. I think it was for KFI, the tech guy podcast. One of his episodes came out and he somehow it came out without being compressed. And the problem with it, even as good of a, of a mic presence as Leo Laporte has, his audio was hard to hear because sometimes he would be really quiet and you'd have to turn up the volume on your iPod or car stereo or whatever. I'd have to turn it up, up to hear it. And then sometimes he'd be talking at normal volume and then I'd have to turn it down because I already turned it up too loud. Thankfully, he would never yell, so I didn't have to turn things down before I went deaf. But I had to play with the volume all the time just to be able to hear what he's saying. That's what a compressor and limiter does for you, is it plays with the volume so that you don't have to, as the listener, you don't have to play with the volume. It evens out your volume. Now, I'm intentionally avoiding the word level because leveling is something else that we're just going to pretty much ignore leveling tonight. Audacity has a tool in it called Leveler, and it tries to do kind of the same thing but it uses a different algorithm and it doesn't really do the same thing and it doesn't do it very well at all. If you've ever played with Audacity's built-in leveler tool, it just really doesn't do much at all. So the other thing that compression, that's part of this idea of compression, is a gate. Now a gate is, imagine it like an actual gate physical gate that opens and closes. A gate works on the bottom end of your volume. So what you do is you set your gate level so that anything, anytime there's sound that is only below a certain level, it closes the gate and no sound comes through at all. Imagine there's a fan next to your microphone. Now, don't put a fan next to your microphone, but let's imagine there is a fan next to your microphone. Or an air conditioner. I turn off my air conditioner every time I record because there is an air conditioner vent right above my studio desk here. So I don't want to record that sound. But imagine I left the air conditioner on. The air conditioner volume being picked up by the microphone will say it's minus 36 decibels. Now, when we're talking digital decibels, zero is the absolute max in digital terms of decibels. So minus... 36 is not negative, but it's it's quiet. But you might be able to hear it. Or if you amplify your sound, you'll definitely see the little noise it's making. So 
if I set my gate to minus 32, anything that's quieter than minus 32 won't be let through. So when I'm not talking and the air conditioner is making sound at minus 36, the gate closes because minus 36 is quieter than minus 32. So the gate closes, doesn't let any noise through until I start speaking and I'm speaking above minus 32. So then it opens the gate again. That does mean you might be able to hear the air conditioner because that's part of the sound that's being opened. It's not filtering the sound. It's just opening or closing the gate. So review. Compression is raising the quiet parts. Limiting limiting is quieting the loud parts. And a gate is cutting off anything that is below a certain threshold, below a certain floor. Sometimes they call it the noise gate floor or the noise floor, floor gate. They call it all sorts of things. So those are the three basic things that compressor does. There is free software out there called Levelator. Levelator does a good job. But what Levelator isn't too good at doing is what it does. Levelator has absolutely no options at all. You just drag a file onto Levelator, which makes it super easy to use. Export your audio from Audacity as a WAV or an AIFF file, and you drop that onto Levelator. Levelator compresses it, runs a limiter, runs a gate through it. It does what it thinks is the best thing to do, which, yeah, it can produce good results, but not all of the time. And the place where you'll hear it the most is when you stop talking. What you will often hear is when you stop talking, the compressor in Levelator hears quiet sound, so it increases that. So you suddenly get this shh noise sound right after you stop talking, and then the compressor realizes that, oh, there's not any sound. It's really quiet. I better make this quiet. So you'll hear shh like that. It happens very often right after you speak. Sometimes, and it's it's not too aggressive, so it doesn't cut off your words, but it could, potentially. I just didn't like that Level Later gave absolutely no options at all. Now, if you don't want to mess with any options whatsoever, Level Later would be great. I'll have a link to it in the show notes over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash five. I'll have a link to Level Later, or you can look it up yourself. It'll be the first result in Google. Level Later. It's super simple because there are no options, but it's annoying because there are no options to work with. So you can't change anything. If it produces audio you don't like, tough. You can't change it. Now, it doesn't overwrite your audio. It creates a new file. So you don't have to worry about it destroying anything. That's why I looked around for a better compressor. Software compressor, that is. Now, Audacity has a multi-band compressor. I'm hoping you're gasping right now. One does exist. It is extremely hard to find. It has ceased development. It's almost impossible to find a link that works to download it. But I will have a link in the show notes if you want to download it and play with it. 
It's called the C3 Multiband Compressor. I don't recommend it because it is pretty complicated if you're just getting into playing with Audacity and settings. But if you want something with a lot of power, it has it. I didn't necessarily need that much power, so I wasn't too interested in using it, especially since it's old and it hasn't been updated in quite a while. If you use it, though, I highly recommend... Anyway, if you're using Audacity, I highly recommend you switch to Audacity 1.3 Beta. Because 1.3 Beta, one of the most latest updates, added the ability for plugins to use the graphical user interface, the GUI, or GUI. What that means is that instead of just sliders, boring, hard-to-understand sliders in your plugins, it can actually display knobs, images, meters, that good stuff that makes your plugins easy to use. And if you're going to use the C3 multiband compressor, I highly recommend you use Audacity 1.3.12 beta. That's the current version at the time of this recording. Because otherwise, the compressor is impossible to use. But that's not the compressor I'm going to talk about. That one's overly complicated. Well, some people wouldn't say it's overly complicated, but it is pretty complicated. When you use it, I'll give you a hint. Attack is how quickly it initiates things, and release is how quickly it dissolves or it finishes things. So let's find a middle ground, though, because you're using free software, Audacity, but you want good-sounding audio. Maybe you don't want to spend hours and hours trying to work with the C3 multiband compressor. And maybe you don't have $100 or $130 to go out and buy a hardware compressor limiter audio messiah gate thing like I just bought recently. I bought a Behringer MDX 4600. I don't have it tied up into the whole chain yet, but um, I'm still playing with it and having fun with it. But for software, we can do this for free with Audacity. The plugin that I recommend, I highly recommend this, is a dynamic compressor, meaning that it's looking at what's happening in your audio and it compresses it, limits it accordingly. And it's a forward-looking dynamic compressor, which means it looks ahead to see what is about to happen in your audio and it adjusts it properly. It doesn't wait until something happens. It can prepare for something that's going to happen. A hardware compressor can't do that, actually, because a hardware compressor can't look into the future. A software compressor can. So what is this amazing compressor that I'm going to tell you about? It is Chris's Dynamic Compressor for Audacity. And right now, for the live podcast viewers, I'm going to share my screen so they can see how to install this. But I will describe it for everyone that's listening. To get to Chris's Dynamic Compressor, here's the web address that I set up for you. This is a little redirect for you. It's noodle.mx slash chris. So that's noodle.mx slash chris. C-H-R-I-S noodle.mx slash chris takes you to chris's dynamic compressor now at first the site will seem a little 
intimidating because he's got a lot of links, a lot of pages. Scroll down to where it says plugin source. Click that and it will ask you to save it somewhere on your hard drive. Once that saves on your hard drive, what you do in either Windows, Mac, or Linux is find your Audacity folder. And your Audacity folder on Windows will be under the Program Files folder on your main hard drive. Or on Mac, it will be wherever you put it. The way I install Audacity on a Mac is I put an Audacity folder in my Applications folder and I put all the Audacity files in that because Audacity has a lot of subfolders and I don't want that to get confused with anything else I have installed. So once you're in your Audacity folder, wherever you put Audacity, open up your Plugins folder and drag that file you downloaded. It's compress.ny is the name of the file. Drag that into your Plugins folder and then start Audacity. That's all it takes to install this. You just drag it in there and it's installed. But you have to do that before you start Audacity. So then switch over to Audacity. Well, launch Audacity rather. And right now I have some test audio. And I'm going to show you how to use or tell you how to use Chris's dynamic compressor, which is just totally amazing. And if you ever want to know when it's updated, just follow me, follow the blog. I'll let you guys know when it's updated. I'll let you know when Audacity releases come out and all of that. So Chris's dynamic compressor is free. I suggest you give him a donation if you love it as much as I do. Here's some test audio I'm going to use. First is audio that I recorded. It was rather quiet audio when I recorded it, but I was kind of in a normal voice. I just had my input volume set a little bit low. And then I shouted into the microphone, so it obviously recorded louder. Then I whispered into the microphone, so it recorded more quietly. And when I play this back, and when you're hearing this, you are going to hear this in the episode unprocessed. So because of my recording workflow here in the studio, this will not end up being recompressed like I compress my normal voice when I record. So you will hear this exactly as it was recorded. Now, do prepare yourself because this middle section is a little bit louder. I just don't want you to not go blind, but go deaf from listening to this. So I will play this short clip for you. It'll be normal, it'll be loud, and then it will be quiet. So listen, this is unprocessed. Right now I'm talking in just a normal voice. Now I'm talking much louder. And now I'm talking in just a whisper. So I'm not sure how much of that you could hear, but it was normal, or kind of normal, a little quiet, but normal, loud, and then really quiet. Let me play it just one more time for you, just so you can hear what it sounds like unprocessed. I'm talking in just a normal voice. Now I'm talking much louder. And now I'm talking in just a whisper. Okay, here's what we'll do. We select our audio, go to the effect menu in Audacity. And again, everything I'm telling you works the same in Windows, Mac, or Linux. So go to the effect menu. 
scroll down to Compress Dynamics, it will be below the line in your list of plugins. There's a line kind of in the middle of your Audacity plugins. It will be below that line. It's called Compress Dynamics. In here, your default settings will be something like 0 .5, 0 .5, minus 32, and 0 .5. That's the default settings, and I will show you... Oh, and a noise gate falloff is zero in there, and then maximum amplitude is 0.99. And this is with version 1.26 of Compressed Dynamics. Did I just scare you off with a whole bunch of numbers? <laughs> Uh, that sounded totally geeky with all of those numbers. At least there weren't any letters. So let me show you what it does at its default settings. I'll let you hear what it does in its default settings. Those who are watching in the live chat room can see how this affects the audio. And let me hint at something. I'm thinking of making a digital product training how to use this. If you're interested in getting that, or you definitely want me to make that, then send me a message. Feedback at noodle.mx. So let me show you with the default settings, 0 0.5, 0 0.5, minus 32, 0, and 0.99, what this does to the audio. Now I ran it, and it adjusts it a little bit. The louder spot got a little bit thicker, and the normal and quiet spots got thicker also. So I'll play this again. Now... This time I'll warn you before it gets loud in the middle. Right now I'm talking in just a normal voice. Okay, turn it down just a little bit or leave it the same. Now I'm talking much louder! And now I'm talking in just a whisper. So they're closer to evened out, but still the loud section is loud, the whisper is really quiet, and the normal section was increased in loudness just a little bit more. I'll undo those changes just so you can hear something different. This time I'm going to exaggerate some numbers and I'll make the compression ratio 1, the compression hardness 1. I'll make the I'll leave the floor at -32, the noise gate fall off at 0 and the maximum amplitude at 0.99. Now when I run this, you'll hear a drastic difference and our listeners, our live viewers, I mean, will see the difference in the show. Here it is, and I'll warn you, this is louder now. So you may want to turn down your volume just a little bit, but don't adjust it in the middle. Right now I'm talking in just a normal voice. Now I'm talking much louder! And now I'm talking in just a whisper. Now, did you notice? All three of those were different volumes before, but now they're pretty much an evened out volume. From the whisper to the loud spots, it's an evened out volume. However, I did this too much because I wanted to exaggerate to you. Did you notice the noise in the background? That hiss in the background? That's because I am amplifying everything by certain amounts. So 
let me tell you how you can get rid of that noise. Now, this is just the noise in between when you're talking. This isn't background noise, but this is just noise when you're not talking. So like an air conditioner vent or just ambient noise or your computer fans, whatever. So there was some of that noise when I did this over compression. Let me show you how to get rid of that in the noise. So I've just undone it. I'm going to go back into compressed dynamics. I'm leaving the numbers the same. Ratio is 1. Hardness is 1. But here's where we adjust that quiet noise. Now remember, the gate closes if any noise is below a certain number. That number is the floor. Anything that is below the floor will be silenced. So I'll leave this at minus 32 decibels. Now, why didn't that affect the audio when I left it at minus 32? Well, it's because I didn't change the noise gate fall off. The noise gate fall off is how much is it going to decrease the volume of something that's under the floor. So what I will do right now for the sake of illustration, I'm putting the noise gate fall off at 4 which is pretty strong. That'll almost completely silence it. So you remember how it sounded before with all of the noise. Now when I run it, listen to this again and see if you can hear any noise in between the talking or not. Right now I'm talking in just a normal voice. Now I'm talking much louder! And now I'm talking just a so did you hear that? Absolutely no noise in between when I was talking. But did you also notice what it did to when I whispered? Let me play that again. This isn't your computer or stereo or iPod or anything messing up. Listen to what it did to the whisper spots. And now I'm talking just a whisper. That's what we call punching. It sounds kind of punchy, like I'm actually punching you and it's or me, and it's making me louder at certain points and like this like I'm getting punched while I talk that's because not only have I over compressed it but because I also put the gate at a level where it's cutting off legitimate audio now minus 32 is a good number though the problem was I was being too quiet when I whispered like that I intentionally was too quiet when I made this recording because I wanted to demonstrate what happens so, because part of my whispers were under minus 32, they got completely cut off because we set the noise gate fall off to 4, which pretty much just silences anything there. You can set it higher, but 4 will do most of it. Now, let me show you something else about this. When we set this, let me explain what values, what are the values in this. The compression ratio, your first value, is how much is it going to compress what it's working with. The compression hardness is how hard, how, yeah, how hard is it going to compress that amount? How drastically will it compress that amount? So ratio is pretty much how much is it going to compress and hardness is how hard is it going to compress that. Now, 
the noise floor, which I already explained, is anything below that floor will get silenced if you have the noise gate fall off set to a higher number. Your maximum amplitude is the maximum amount of volume or amplitude that the program is allowed to have when it adjusts your volume. So the default settings are 0.5, 32, 0, and 0.99. You don't need to worry about those numbers because those aren't the numbers I'm going to recommend. So are you ready for this? Are you ready for my secret recipe? My secret audacity recipe? Here are the numbers that I use in this newer version of Chris's dynamic compressor. Compression ratio. 0.85 compression hardness now this one you might have to play with depending on your audio but the number I use for compression hardness is 0.5 the floor I leave at minus 32 and noise gate fall off I set at 4 maximum amplitude sometimes I set that to 2 actually I'm going to set that to 2 right now So noise gate fall off to 2 or 4. Maximum amplitude, 0.95. When I run that on my audio, I'm not over-compressing things, but I want you to hear how this sounds with that setting. Right now I'm talking in just a normal voice. Now I'm talking much louder! And now I'm talking in just a whisper. Did you notice what it did? In between the times I was talking, you couldn't hear anything. It amplified the time I was whispering and it amplified the time I was talking normally. And it didn't change the whisper so that it was punchy sounding. But it still left some dynamic range between when I was talking normally, when I was whispering, and when I was shouting. And you want some dynamic range. Otherwise, you're going to be monotone and you don't want that. You don't want your people to fall asleep while you're listening. they're listening to your podcast, especially if they're driving. So that's my secret recipe. Now, one thing that you may have heard if you were listening really closely and have good headphones or good sound system is in between my first and second sound, there was a little bit of lip noise. I'll play it for you again. Listen closely. Right now I'm talking in just a normal voice. Now I'm talking much louder. Now it's so quiet, you may not have heard it. We can remove the sound, but really, I don't recommend that you do. Because in order to remove this sound, you might be affecting other audio in other places. And you end up with that punchy sound. If we wanted to remove this though, like depending on how good your recording audio is, I might increase the noise gate fall off to four. So this is going to even more powerfully affect the sound that is under minus 32 decibels. And when I did that, I see that, oh, those two little spots are still there. So I would want to raise the floor. Now raise the floor with great caution. Because like I said, raising the floor, anything below that floor will get silenced all the more. Let me exaggerate this 
by raising the floor to minus 18. And you'll get to hear what it sounds like. So all the values are my secret sauce values. This is now minus 18 on the noise gate. Listen to what it does to my talking. And you'll hear this is why you don't want to raise the floor too much. Right now I'm talking in just a normal voice. That wasn't too bad. Now I'm talking much louder. Wasn't too bad. Listen to this. And now I'm talking in just a whisper. Did you hear that when I said whisper at the very end? It was whisper. Whisper. It cut off the end of my word. Whenever we talk, we tend to talk louder at first and then get quieter. Not only just in our conversation sometimes, but I'm saying in our words, in our syllables, You look at an audiograph and you'll see that's what happens is you start out louder, you get quieter. So if you raise the noise floor too high, then it's going to cut off those spots at the ends of your syllables and you're going to get that where it's cutting off just that tiny little bit. And you don't want that cut off in your sound. So let's review this again. This is no Compression. Right now I'm talking in just a normal voice. Now I'm talking much louder. And now I'm talking in just a whisper. So that's it, totally uncompressed. Now I selected the audio, go to compressed dynamics, set my values, compression ratio, 0.85, compression hardness, 0.5, the floor, minus 32, the noise gate fall off, 2, the maximum amplitude, 0.95. Now, if you don't get all of those values, don't worry. I will have them in the show notes over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 5. I apply that to my sound, and here's what I get. Right now, I'm talking in just a normal voice. Now I'm talking much louder. And now I'm talking in just a whisper. That is my secret recipe, my secret audacious, audacity recipe for great sound in audacity. And it's free. But I highly suggest that you go over to noodle.mx slash Chris and send Chris a little bit of money, a little donation if you really like his software. I love his software. I'm going to send him a donation, which I'll confess to you, I haven't at this point, but I realized I really benefit from his software. He deserves to get paid, so I'm going to send him a donation over there. And if you send him something, let him know that I sent you, because I'm going to try and get Chris on the podcast sometime and talk to him about his awesomeness. Let me also, while I'm in here, you might be wondering, well, what are these other things I hear about, like normalize? What's the difference between normalizing and compressing? I do both, actually. Normalizing, though, affects your audio rather, uh, oh, what's the word for? I can't remember the word for Arbitrarily, yeah. So to normalize your audio, will increase or decrease the volume of your audio so that the loudest point is at one volume 
but it doesn't dynamically affect anything else. So it just adjusts everything to that loud point. So if I had normalized my test audio, the quiet spot would still be quiet. The medium spot would still be medium. The loud spot might be a little bit louder or a little bit quieter. But that would be pretty much it. So this is why I recommend using Chris's Dynamic Compressor. Get that at noodle.mx slash Chris and let them know that I sent you. People have asked, well, first of all, how long did it take me to tinker with this? Took a lot of hours to tinker and I got, I messed things up, had some bad episodes came out. But also people are wondering, does it save the settings? It will save it while Audacity is still loaded but if you close Audacity, you lose your settings. Now, can you use this for live audio? A bunch of people in the chat room are asking that. How do you do this for live? What kind of live compression can you do? Unfortunately, you can't. Now, there might be programs out there that can take the computer audio input and compress it for you when it goes out. Unfortunately, though, I don't know of any. I don't know of any that are free. And that's one of the reasons why I bought a compressor limiter gate hardware piece is I wanted to remove the software editing step and improve the audio quality of my live recordings. But you don't have to. I spent $140 on this thing. But you don't have to do that. And it's really complicated to set this thing up. You don't have to do that. Get Chris's dynamic compressor and you will be perfectly all right and hey i just saved you 340 dollars, so you didn't have to go get adobe audition i saved you 140 dollars because you don't have to get a hardware compressor limiter gate or however much you might spend on one of those so i think we're doing pretty good we've saved several hundred dollars today So if you've got some questions or some feedback on this, then please share that by sending it to feedback at noodle.mx or calling in 859-353-4332 or you can leave a comment on the show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash Five. And let me remind you that that is also where I will have all of these values in there and a link to everything that I mentioned. So you can download the stuff if you want to. You can copy the values off there if you didn't get to a chance to write it down while I was talking about it. Also, follow me on Twitter and tell some other people about the podcast and encourage some more listeners. I am on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. Twitter.com slash The Ramen Noodle. While you're on the site, please check out my other podcasts. I've got The Ramen Noodle, which is a comedy podcast, seasoning packets of comedy to flavor your day. I have Are You Just Watching, which is critical thinking for the entertained Christian. And of course, this show, The Audacity to Podcast. If you're interested in a product, if you'd like to buy a training video where I get into this even more, let me know. Feedback at noodle.mx or 859 859- Three five three, four three, three two. Now that I've hopefully inspired some guts, given you some tools, I want you to go out there and podcast successfully.